Welcome to the Know Like Trust Factor, a podcast for real estate professionals. We're your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine Carlo George. In this podcast, we share what it takes to build the Know Like Trust Factor for success in real estate. We invite marketing strategists, real estate agents, and other professionals in the real estate space to join us to talk about how they use the Know Like Trust Factor in their business. Before we get started, if you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share it with all of your friends. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. On with the show. Well, hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Christine George, and I am with my friend, Betty Russo. And today in our podcast, we're going to be talking about incorporating our core values into the no like trust factor. So you might recall... Uh, a few episodes back, it was actually episode three, we brought Deborah Trapin, our empowerment coach, uh, into the podcast, and she talked to us all about how to define core values and how to align with them in your life and your work. And at the end of the podcast, she talked to us about um, the exercise that she provides her clients with. Betty and I took the liberties of looking at that exercise. We both individually um, uh, defined what our core values are. Um, and today we're really going to get into what our core values are, how they align with each other and how they align with our lives, our work and how they work into the no like trust factor. So it's going to be a great show today. Um, and I'm just going to kick it off and, um, talk a little bit about just to refresh. And I, would love it if you guys wanted to go back to episode three and and listen to to Deborah. It was just probably one of my favorite episodes um, of our podcast. What Deborah really did was she defined core values as the guiding principles that dictate behavior and help you see your behavior. Um, they're your confidence compass when making decisions. So feeling good about saying yes and feeling great about saying no when it actually doesn't align with your core values. Um, and they're also, um, they also help us to motivate, to take better risks and really to listen to ourselves and be able to behave in ways that honor our core values. So I love it. Um, I'm so excited to do this with you today. And I just have to chuckle because when I think back to that episode with Deborah, and I asked you, Christine, have you done the core values exercise? And you were like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I haven't either. We need to do this together. So yes. I'm so psyched that we took the time to do this together because, you know, learning about your core values and who you are. Uh, it has a lot to do with taking some time to reflect and mm -hmm. learn about yourself and learn who you are and learn, you know, what's important to you. And I feel like taking the time to reflect was actually such a huge part of the process. So it was I'm so really psyched that yes. we did this. I So I don't know how you felt, but I, I loved this exercise because – especially in the last year, year and a half since COVID and my cancer diagnosis, I have really reprioritized what's most important and very intentionally been thinking about 
what I do and how that serves what I, what's important to me. And I never really thought about it as core values until we did this exercise. Mm -hmm. And I found out that, you know, a lot of what I'm doing is aligned with what my core values are. Did you find exactly? Yes. So for me, I have to say like since COVID, I want to say, you know, in, in the past year or so, um, little more than a year, I have been focusing more and looking inside more and what I want my going forward to look like. Yes. I didn't really connect it to core values and I really didn't like, like it was a, everything was a thought in my head, but I really didn't define it. Yeah. Or Um, articulate it, right? Yeah, exactly. So this to me just like brought everything together and I'm feeling so good about this. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Same. Same. Okay. So we should just say that, um, in the exercise, Deborah has us, um, whittle it down to 11 core values. Yes. So we had 11 and I think we just, we really just wanted to focus on the top three, but I want to know what your 11 were. Well, before we do that, did we talk about, um, really what are core values and why they're important? I mean, I, I listened again to the episode with Deborah a few times and it's interesting because every time I listened, I got something more out of it. Yep. Um, so yeah, what are they? So core values, um, from what we've learned by talking with Deborah and that what we've learned by, you know, actually doing the exercise, um, is, you know, core values are the guiding principles that dictate behavior and they help you see your behavior. They give you confidence. They're a confidence compass when making decisions, um, you know, that decision about saying yes or no and feeling good about saying yes versus saying yes because you feel obligated and it's not really making you feel good. It's not really doing you any justice. Not to sound selfish, we all do a lot of things for others that we enjoy doing. Um, So, But this is about selecting um, what, what works for you and feeling good about it. Um, and the core values help you motivate. They motivate us to take better risks, to listen to ourselves, uh, to, to work harder at what's important to us. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the part about how it feels to give your best yes versus a yes then when you'd rather really say no, that to me really struck a chord because mm-hmm. – I do know how to say no, and I do say no, but I am really pinpointing areas of improvement. Um, I don't mm-hmm. say no enough. There yes. are times when I feel obligated to do something, and I put something else that's more important to me on the back burner, and yep. today I'm happy to say that I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's having the confidence to say no when something doesn't align with your core values. And I feel that that is so important, you know, especially after all the changes that we've gone through. We we really need to focus on what's important and meaningful to us. So, And it just, it feels so empowering, you know, like you said. so empowering. Yeah. You said before, like you were, 
you, you were sort of doing it in your head and this really connected the dots for you, this exercise. And it really is the same for me. And it was such an empowering feeling to know that these are my priorities. Basically your core values are also your priorities, like where you're going to spend your time, energy, resources, and that in and of itself gives you the confidence to say no to things that aren't aligned with that. I agree a hundred percent. Real quick, like I just want to mention that core values mean different things to different people. So you and I, Christine, we have some of the same core values and we have some different core values, but the ones that are the same, just because they're they're the same word, that doesn't mean they mean the same thing to both of us, right? right? So we can have completely different core values, but in some way, shape, or form, they align. And Mm -hmm. they align in the sense where even where we have our differences, we we can still relate to each other because we respect our differences and we respect each other's core values. Um, We'll get a little bit more into that because we're going to be comparing our core values later. But um, I just think it's important to align with our core values and honor the core values of the people that we choose to surround ourselves with. So, oh my goodness. And talking about the people we choose to surround ourselves with, here's how it relates to real estate. How about attracting the right team members and clients? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, those are people that we surround ourselves with. How about attracting the right people to work with? The people that align best with us. Those are the people that we're going to mesh with the best. Those Mm -hmm. are the people that we're going to enjoy working with. So Mm -hmm. I feel like when you share with the world who you are, you share the story that you're living, and you have to first know who you are to be able to do this and attract the right people into your life. So 100%. Life, business, real estate, everything that we do. Yep. 100%. So my core values – Oh my goodness. Um, gosh. Drum roll, please. And then we're going to have to really dig into the exercise and, and teach people how to do it because I would love for some of our listeners to, to take a stab at this. So really of all the words in the exercise, and I want to tell you, there are, I don't know, was it like a hundred words to choose from? Easily over a hundred words. Exactly. The words that I chose just resonate best with me. They're the values that are most important to me and they talk directly to to who I am. Um, So I selected my top three, family, well-being, and balance as my top three. And I'll explain why, but I also have success, self-discipline, authenticity, connection, integrity, respect, creativity, and uniqueness. Mm. So, gosh, I think that family well-being and balance is the most important to me um, for many reasons, but I think I have to have those things in place in order to achieve numbers four through 11. 
Um, and similarly, I need to utilize some of my other core values in order to achieve my top three. They all okay. connect somehow for me. All right. So, talk a little bit more about that. Like get, what does it mean that the, you know, four through 11 are really sort of integral? Cause I, I felt the same way that there are, there are at least three in my list that I felt enable my top three. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, let me talk about my top three really quickly first, and then I can build the other ones in. So family, well-being, and balance. I mean, to me, there's nothing more important than my family and my health. If mm-hmm. I don't feel well, whether physically, emotionally, or mentally, I cannot be my best for my family, myself, or for my business, right? Mm-hmm. So creating a good work-life balance is crucial to living my best life. Um if that's off, I feel like everything is off. If my health is off, I feel like everything is off. And I can't be who I want to be for myself and for my family. I mean, in order to be successful, which is number four on my list, I have to be in charge of my, my life. I have to feel well. I have to honor balance in my life. Um, I also need self-discipline in order to be successful. Authenticity to me is, you know, one of the cornerstones of my business, being who I am. It's so important for me um, and creating those connections with people, working with integrity, respecting others. I, I, I need all of that to be successful. Those yeah. are the values that I base my business on. Mm-hmm. You know, creativity and unique uniqueness, that's that's just part of, of who I am at the core. Uh, you know, I, I'm not too creative in regards to like being a good artist or anything like that, but my brain likes to be creative yeah. um, and I like to be who I am, which is, you know, my uniqueness. But it all, it all comes into my well-being. If I'm not living by those core values and I'm not my unique self, authentic self, I'm not going to be living a balanced life. I'm not going to feel my best. And then in turn, I'm not going to be able to be who I want to be. Right. And you're not going to be able to honor. Exactly. Let me, let me dig deep, dig a little deeper into that and ask you, of those top three, you know, especially well-being, um, how do you go about creating balance in your life? How do you go about ensuring that you're healthy so that you can be your best self and serve your family and your business? That's a great question. And I have to tell you that up until not too long ago, it wasn't really the forefront for me. I worked crazy hours. I still do. We all know as a real estate agent, you know, you have a flexible schedule. You work seven days a week at night, on the weekends, whatever your clients need. But I had to start putting some boundaries in place. Um, you, you know, I wake up every day and the first thing I do is work. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to do. Uh, I mean, I do, you know, I stop, I take care of myself, I have my coffee, whatever, you know, but my day to day is my business. But I needed some boundaries because I can work straight through it until nighttime. 
mm-hmm. the work never ends. I always have some kind of project to do if I'm not working with a client. So I can go on and on and on and there's no boundaries. And I have to say that, you know, before COVID, my husband was traveling a lot. Um, my kids, my girls were already away at college and I can literally just work from morning until night. Um, I really had to take a step back and say, you know, this is not good. There's always tomorrow to get things done. I need to focus a little bit on me and I need to focus on what is good for me, not just what's good for my business. So I took a step back. Um, I, I wanted to take control of my health. I had some, you know, a few pounds that I wanted to lose. I started really <laughs> focusing on what I was putting into my body and how much of it. I have been going to Pilates for for years and I absolutely love it, but I started making a conscious effort to say I have a class scheduled. It's in my schedule. It is on my calendar. I am not going to bypass this for something else. It's an an appointment that's important to me. And in the past few months, I've actually revved up my classes. I've added another day and, you know, I don't miss it unless something extreme is going on to, you know, that's going to cause me to miss my class. Otherwise, I'm there and I'm ready and I enjoy it. I love it. I feel great. Um, you know, and just getting control of what I put into my body and exercise has made a huge big difference when it comes to balance. I really honoring my calendar as well as far as when my workday ends. And this I'm just now putting into place. So and was that day, hard? Oh my, it, it's hard. Baby steps, I have to say, baby steps. Um, ending my day at a specific time has been something that I've always said I wanted to do, but I've really never done until I looked at this core values exercise. Oh my God. Yeah. That's powerful. So I'm like, I know. So if I'm not with a client, you know, sometimes we have to take appointments in the evenings. Sometimes we have showings in the evenings, listing appointments, whatever our clients need us for, whatever. You know, I, I want to be the best that I can be for my clients. Um, so, you know, if they need me in the evening, you know, sometimes that happens. People are working during the day. This is the only time they can meet, whatever. But if I'm not with a client, I'm closing my computer at five o'clock. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Five o'clock and, you know, I have to turn off at some time and tune in to my family and and to me. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, that's that's a really hard thing to do because you – I think especially when you're in this business, you feel like you, you're going to lose – you're afraid you're going to lose business if you don't respond. You're afraid, especially in this market where – sellers are getting, you know, upwards of like 20 multiple offers on their homes. If you're working with a buyer, if you're, if you're not, you know, on that immediately, they're going to lose the house. Um, but you're, you're not going to be good for your clients if you don't have your own boundaries and you're not taking care of your health. I know, but you know what? Like, I just want to reiterate, like if I do have a client that, you know, needs to get an offer in because there's like a time limitation or what have you, I mean, I'm definitely going to be there for my client. But there's so many times that, 
you know, it's not about the clients. It's about something I need to catch up on or, oh my gosh, let me just get this done. I'll be so happy if this is done and behind me, like projects, like, you know, uh, you know, the ancillary, the ancillary, (laughs) you know, paperwork and stuff behind the scenes that I don't necessarily have to get done now. Like do that tomorrow. It's time to stop and refocus the rest of my day. So yes. I'm really working hard on that. That's awesome. I, I, I am, as you know, um, you know, I, I, I my, bo- my blog is believeinbalance.net. So like yes. I, I am 150% on board with that. I mean, boundaries are critically important. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So I feel like, you know, once I've defined my core values, you know, everything just seems to come together. I feel like I'm looking at things differently. Um, It's really hard to explain how this happens unless you actually do the, you know, this little project. So um, I really encourage our friends that are listening to go ahead and do that. And we'll teach you all about that. But Christine, let's talk about your core values first before we get into that. So my core values are in order of priority, family, uh, friends or slash relationships, well-being, connection, authenticity, balance, commitment, integrity, listening, um, cooperation, or also I'm calling it collaboration, and then financial stability. And, you know, the ones that I really want to focus on today are well-being, connection, and balance. And just, you know, like you, Betty, these three are like what I believe to be the primary enablers for the rest. So Mm -hmm. if I'm focused on my physical, emotional, and mental well-being, if I'm deepening my connection with others and being intentional in my decision-making in order to stay balanced, then I can serve my family and my relationships. That's just how I see it. Um, So as an example, how I prioritize these every day is number one, Everybody knows this about me. I make time for exercise and yoga. So just like you, you know, I have, you know, I have a Peloton in my house. I have three mats. I have um, a local yoga yoga studio with the most amazing yoga teacher, Jennifer Hotaling, who I tune into at least, you know, a couple times a week. Um, Those things are super important to me. And I, like you, put them in my calendar and I make time Um, and you know, I need to negotiate with my husband too, if there's, you know, food that needs to be prepped or laundry that needs to be done, or my son needs to be, you know, chauffeured somewhere, you know, I make that appointment for myself and I, you know, I, I don't negotiate on it. Right. Unless I just, you know, it happens whether it happens in the morning or in the evening, it doesn't really matter, but Uh it happens. Um, healthcare. So, you know, I mentioned it earlier. I, um, I, I was diagnosed with breast cancer a year ago. Actually it was a year ago today at the time of this recording. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. But so it's healthcare, taking charge of your healthcare, I think is so important. And for me, especially now it's critically important. So I get my mammogram mammogram. I have my colonoscopy gag. (laughs) I get my teeth cleaned every six months. Um, I see my PCP once a year, all of the preventive things that are going to ensure me long-term 
good physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I make sure that those things happen. And my diagnosis is a perfect example of because I had my mammogram, my cancer was found so early and I was able to get the kind of treatment, minimal treatment and treatment that, you know, hopefully I won't, you know, have a reoccurrence ever again. So, you know, making sure that you're taking, you're on top of that kind of stuff is really important. The third thing, go ahead. Can I just interject really quick? I, I bet that that diagnosis um, and, and actually, you know, being a cancer survivor now, thank goodness. Yeah. That has really changed what's important to you. I bet you that your core values beforehand may have looked a little bit different than they look right now. I I think so. I mean, I think me, my core values may not have looked different, but certainly my attention to them, my commitment yes. to them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and how I honor them has significantly changed. I mean, I, like I said, I won't, there are certain things I won't negotiate. Um, and that is, you know, exercise is critical. Time with my family is critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, even down to like, my husband and I, I don't set sweat the small stuff anymore. You know, like we have this joke in my house that he just doesn't know how to, I get so annoyed with him because he doesn't know how to load the dishwasher. And, (laughs) you know, like a few years ago, that would have driven me batty. And now I just, you know, I kind of laugh about it because it's, it's like, really, it's, is it that important? No, it still drives not. me batty, just so you know, Completely. Yeah. <laughs> in my house. <laughs> but I, the difference is I don't get angry about it. Mm-hmm. it might it's not worth me. it. No, no. And you know what? My relationship with my husband is better as a result of it. Like we'll just laugh at stuff instead of letting it like, you know, get under our skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you talked about boundaries. That's another example of, of how I prioritize my core values. Boundaries are really important. Um, especially when it comes to work, um, especially when it comes to, you know, making connections with people while that's really important. And it's a core value of mine. I do like you have to set boundaries around it so that you can make sure that you're honoring everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the last one is, you know, intentional time for friends and this is the one that I think has really grown for me in the last year is I have really noticed how important it is to connect with people, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, just a check-in, it could be just a couple, you know, a text back, back and forth or a, a phone call, you know, a social media piece of engagement, you know, casual. It doesn't have to be like this formal, let's get together for dinner, but just checking in with people that are important to me to make sure you know, they're good to lend a hand if they need you or me. Um, Or just even to let them know that you're thinking about them. I mean, that really can make the difference in somebody's life one day. You know, they can be having an awful day and there you are. There you are. And can I tell you, Betty, I tell people I love them all the time. And I mean it. I do. Mm -hmm. Before I would have been like, well, you can't tell a friend that you love them. I mean, do you really love them? You absolutely can. Yes. Yes. I say, and I think we really do love our friends because we're. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound like snooty, (laughs) 
But I think you, like me, were selective in who our friends are. They're really special to us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so of course you love your friends. It makes total sense, Christine. No, absolutely. And I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to be, to say it. So, I mean, I think those, you know, those are just examples of how I honor, you know, well-being, connection, balance. And as long as I can have those things, then I can honor the other um, values that I have. One thing that I found really interesting between your core values and mine was respect. And when Mm -hmm. I saw respect on your, um, list, I thought, well, that should be a core value of mine because I respect people too. But for you, it really stood out. And I, I think when it comes to, um, respect it, you know, it's, it also is, because we we didn't both have this on our list, I thought, well, you one of the greatest things about a friendship or a partnership in in any way is respecting um, when you don't have the same values, mm-hmm. or and respecting when you want to honor something that's important to you that may not be important to me, and I think that that is like that's sort of like a secret sauce in any kind of relationship. So I. I don't know. I loved that you had it there because it really just resonated to me in terms of differences, you know? That is so interesting that you called it a secret sauce because uh, I never thought of it that way, but you're so right. It really is. You know, you don't have to believe the same thing as the next person. Yeah. But it's about respecting that you have differences and that's fine. That's totally okay. Yes, and you can still um, love each other. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love it's about that. self-respect. It's about respecting, you know, your family members and your spouses for who they are. You know, not that you're going to surround yourself with people that, you know, are totally not for you. But you know, we all have differences, so yes. it's about respecting those differences. Yeah, the secret it, sauce. That's yes. that's amazing. And, and- <laughs> them and it, and it's like we don't all have to be the same. I think you said it to me the other day. You're like, it, it variety of the spice is the spice of life, or like mm-hmm. you know that's what makes the world so interesting. Is yeah. we're not all the same. Like how boring would it be if we were all the same? I know. So, and while you and I, Christine, may seem like we're the same in a lot of ways, and we do have a lot of things in common, we have some very big differences also. But. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> I know. I still love you, Betty. I'm telling you right now. I, I love, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my God. oh, how funny. How funny. So, you know, I just want to touch on one other thing that uh, Deborah talked to us about in episode three. It was a very big word peace. Yes. Do you yes. want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, so one of the things that she suggested that you do, once you have your core values, practice peace. Um, and what peace is, um, it's an acronym for the process of understanding if the choice ahead of you is a hell yes or a no way. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so the acronym peace stands for the P is pause. So you take a moment to answer the request. 
Um, e is examine. Does this opportunity align with my core values? So what value will be honored? Um, a is assess. What is my goal and does this opportunity help me to achieve it? C is choose. Yes or no, or hell yes, no way. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> is execute. So you confidently and intentionally integrate the activity. And that is the piece I absolutely love because I believe if you take the, the, the time to go through, pause, examine, assess, and choose, when it comes to execute, you are going to own it. And Mm -hmm. you are just going to go in, you're going to be all in. And that just feels so damn good, you know? Exactly. So I have a question for you. Yes. What have you done differently to honor your core values this past week? And do you have an example of when you practiced peace? I guess, you know, this seems like a really simple thing, but... You know, in all of the years that I've practiced yoga, I really haven't been big into meditation. And in the last probably month, actually, I have incorporated more meditation into my practice. Um, And I got to tell you, it has really, it has actually helped me to practice peace. Mm-hmm. Because through meditation, you really just allow what you're doing is you're you're allowing your breath to come in, you're allowing your body to relax and your mind to clear. Now let's be honest, your mind never completely clears. It never does. It always oh, gets thank distracted. goodness you're saying that because oh, no. I always wonder how people do that. <laughs> no. I mean, and that is the, that's the whole purpose of it is just to st- it's a practice of meditation. So you know, I've been doing it probably for a couple times a week, short moments, like five minutes or 10 minutes. And it just, just gives me the opportunity to slow down. And when you, when you slow down, you're so much more intentional about making decisions and about doing things and behaving. And so the meditation has really allowed me to practice peace when it comes to, you know, making any kind of a decision, whether it's work-related or personal. Um, and that's why I think, you know, I'm able to create more boundaries um, and how, how I'm able to, you know, stay committed to my exercise and, you know, kind of all the things that I spoke about before. What about you? That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, I, I've I've really been focusing really on on that core value of mine, um, balance, um, and saying yes and no. Um, that that really that's my piece. I, I've really been focusing on balance and peace. And gosh, the balance, like I said before, you know, stopping at a certain time um, mm-hmm. to to shift gears to switch from working to personal time, Um, you know, really just taking care of myself and stopping and acknowledging what's around me, you know, giving my my full attention to a conversation that I'm having. 
instead of multitasking and listening while I'm doing something else, just stopping and giving my full attention. Um, I I did have an example where I said no uh, the other day to a meeting invitation and I I, I was going to go, I was going to, you know, take part in it. But then I sat back and I said, you know, I've been through this meeting before. I know what it's about. It's really going to put a damper on my plans for the day, what I need to get done for the day. And I'm just not going to go. <laughs> and it was fantastic because when I tell you, when I looked at my calendar, I'm like, this just does not fit. This is really going to ruin my day. <laughs> So I said no. And like this morning when I was on my way into the office and my daughter stopped and said, Ma, do you want to go for a walk? And I said, oh, I really can't, G. I'm like, I I really need to get to the office. And then I stopped and I thought about it. And I said, really? Like a 20-minute walk with my daughter around the lake. Really? I can't do that? Oh, and you did I'm totally doing that. And I did. And guess what? I got here on time. I prepared for this recording and all is good in the world. <laughs> oh my God, Betty, so, yeah, I love it's that. It's just really taking time to think about what's important and yeah. going with it and feeling yeah. good about it. Yes. It's that, is the decision I'm about to make going to honor my value, my core values, or is it going to take away from them? And yes. Exactly. Right exactly. And so, how do you know you made the right decision? Like, like it just me, feels so good. Yes, it's like marrying the right person. It just feels so good. Yep. yep. So, Christine, in the interest of time here, because we can yep. go on and on and on forever, I want to talk a little bit about the process of selecting your core values. Yep. Um, so that, you know, we can hopefully uh entice some of our listeners to go ahead and do it as well. Go for it. So we are going to give you a website link at the very end on where you can find the core values exercise. Yes. Um, Again, it goes back to our conversation with Deborah Trapin. This is her exercise that she designed and boy, is it amazing. So core values – What you're going to find when you click on the link that we're going to give you is a word list. The list is about, like we said before, maybe 100 or so words. Find a quiet space. Find a creative space. Sit down with your words. Print them out. Choose all of the words that talk to you. Then narrow them down to 11. 11 words that sing the loudest to you. And write them down on a piece of paper, or if you've printed them, highlight them, and then number them in priority order. I have to tell you, when I did this, I changed my words a few different times, um, Mm -hmm. and I changed the priority a whole bunch of different times. um, And at some point, it it will all come together, and it'll look perfect to you. So honor and revisit the words. Um, check in with yourself uh, every day after after you've gotten your words in order. How did I honor my values this week? Um, write sent- sentences that give your words life. And I haven't done this part yet, but I, I have to. I honor my value of 
whatever by doing what so I'm able to what be descriptive um, with your words and really bring them to life. So it's exciting. You're going to love it. Um, Yeah. And with that, you can find the exercise. If you go to debratrapin.com, you can download the exercise um, and we'll give you the specific link right here in the, in the show notes. Okay. That sounds good. (laughs) Christine, you talked about doing a vision board before we close this up. Yeah. Um, I would love to do a vision board. So I, I actually suggested that to Betty when we spoke the other day and she said, well, you know, Christine, I actually have one on my wall staring me right in the face. And I, I love, (laughs) I loved that you had it there and that it's, you did it. I don't know. I think you said eight years ago and it's still on your wall. Um, I think I did one maybe 15 or 20 years ago and I, I, certainly don't have it anymore. So I'm kind of excited to do it. You You should do it. Yes. I I really do want to do it because I think it's going to be a constant visual reminder to continually give my best yeses and my, you know, hell no's when I need to. Yeah. So the funny thing is, and I am looking at my vision board again right in front of my face. And when I look at it and when I created it – it really does talk to who I am. So I guess like I knew who I was, but I just never really wrapped my brain around it. Um, because when I look at it, it so speaks to me. So I love it. Yeah. Everyone should do one. It just yeah. really helps define who you are. It really yeah, does. From a visual perspective. It's really, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So, okay. We're going to close this up. Again, go to debratrapin.com to download the exercise. Give it a try. It's really fun and enlightening. Let us know if you've done this and let us know what your thoughts are after after doing the exercise. Um, For more inspiration, definitely follow Deborah Trapin on social media. Uh, Check out our episode number three of this No Like Trust podcast that we did with Deborah. And uh, if you listen to it a few times, you will definitely get more out of it each time you listen. And it will help you with the exercise as well. Um, Yeah. And that's it. Maybe we'll do another show and we'll bring some folks on uh, to share their experience with this exercise too. I think that would be fun. And that's all, folks. Thank you for joining us today. It's been great. great. Yeah. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening. If you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us on social media for consideration. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We look forward to seeing you next time.